You're listening to The Recovered Life Show, the show that helps people in recovery live their best recovered lives. And here is your host, Damon Frank. And we're back with another episode of Recovered Life. I am joined by my favorite life and recovery strategist, George Snyder. Hey, Damon. How you doing, George? I am very well. And you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I've got a, a really great topic, and we wanted your wisdom on this right. because uh, people always ask this question, especially in early recovery, but it could happen in later recovery too, is should you tell your coworkers, the people you work with, that you're sober? What's your thoughts on that? It's a very good question. I think uh, as with most situations, it depends on the context and the situation at hand. Um, I've never worked in an environment where alcohol was or drugs were part of the process or part of the job. However, I have worked in uh, industries where there's a lot of socializing going on. And I think that's really the kind of situation where everybody, you know, you wrap a show, you want to go celebrate or we're going to, you know, that let's go have cocktails after the office or we'll all get together and have. And when drinking becomes an event, then the question is, well, do I want to get into uh, the topic the subject? Do I want to go along? Um, and I think it again, context, if you're with people that you can trust and know uh, are, are also uh, in recovery, that helps. If you're on your own, um, it may be helpful to disclose. Um, there is that pressure to, oh, come on, Snyder, you can have one. Oh, come on, let's just, you know, everybody. And so then the situation is, I think, useful if you can s express it, maybe not necessarily specifically, but like, it's really not something I'm. I do. It's. Uh, I've had my lifetime supply. Um, doesn't yeah, agree I, with me. Exactly. I, I. You know what? I think that's really good, wise advice. I think this kind of also splits into two camps. There are some people who say, "I don't want to tell anyone because I feel that I'll be stigmatized." Right. That people will think less of me, or they'll think that because you know not everybody has the same uh, thoughts about addiction and about recovery. And now I have found that it has changed so much over the last several decades that, that I have been in recovery, the thoughts about recovered people, right? Um, you know, I, I think if we're going to start back to the 20s and the 30s, it was, I, I would say that, you know, there was a huge stigma that it was something that you know, there must be something wrong with you, your self-will and your character. Um, I, I find that that has evaporated, especially with people who have been able to regain any kind of length of sobriety. Uh, but there is that stigma that I think people get that people are going to think that I'm weird or that I'm different. Have, have, you, have you encountered that with your clients at all? And, you know, the, the kind of fear? Yeah, I think it go two ways. I mean, there is that notion. Now, I have not been in a profession where I could lose my license if it were disclosed that I had a problem with drugs and alcohol. And I do know people that are, and they do have to be careful how they disclose that past information. So that's that. But that's a, that's a separate issue. Um, I've also uh, been in situations where it, a lot is thought to be known about recovery and 12 steps. And I, I worked for someone who once said, oh, you know, those people, those people 
get uh, get breaks on jobs and they get promotions because you know they're part of that inner circle, that inner mm-hmm. that inner twelve step group. Mm-hmm. And I realized, ooh, this is somebody who's not going to be very comfortable knowing that there are number of <laughs> number of recovered people in the workplace. Um, or maybe it was that she was aware of that and felt left out. Or, you know, but there is somebody that I had to tread carefully with, and was very yeah. careful. Often she would like to. She would mention, "Oh, I suppose you know so and so, a celebrity that was reported to be in recovery," and or so. And I would draw blanks and just not want to engage with it because it didn't. It didn't. It served a purpose that I wasn't sure was going to help me. Yeah. And I think, you know, in the late 80s and, and even early 90s, I can attest that there were, you know, work has changed a lot and there was much more drinking at work. Right. And and now you could go to a holiday party or you could have some sort of event. And there are people that are vegan or only, you know, or only eat a certain type of diet. So it's less and less. I think important now. I don't think people are shocked if you say that you don't drink. Now I'll say that that has changed a lot in 20 to 30 years, right? Like that, that has changed a lot. It, it used to be a lot more shocking. I think the other side of this is um, too, is that, you know, there are always people that you come in contact with in recovery. And I always tell this with, with people that I'm working with is that there will be people who will not be supportive that you're recovered because they might have a problem and they want to normalize their problem, right? So you have to be able to pick and choose who you feel that you could let that story out to. And also, I think you have to, in a work environment, you have to be professional and you're not going to want to tell the drunk log, oh yeah, let me tell you what happened five years ago, right? And how bad it was. It's not the appropriate place. So, I mean, would you say that you have to kind of pick and choose What's safe and what's appropriate? Yeah, understand too, the person that's asking the question or a person who's interested, people who really don't have a problem are really not noticing. And I've worked for somebody who once, I've worked for quite a while before he noticed one day, he said, you really don't ever drink, do you? I said, no. And he said, oh, and moved right, went right exactly. out about his business. I did also work for somebody who said, just don't tell me you're one of those expletive alcoholics because they're all a bunch of, expletive expletive yeah and i realized oh uh this is someone with an issue <laughs> that i'm not going to address not my problem yeah and then exactly. there is the person who said could i talk to you i have a brother sister mother brother you know yeah. somebody and that's yeah. another dynamic so again context very important don't have to share all my secrets but i've been in the workplace a long time like you damon i mean not that you're as old as i am but um i remember the three martini lunches and I know now that it's not at all unusual that nobody is drinking at a particular gathering. It's not sparkling water. Yeah. So things have changed, but there are still, again, sometimes do we need to disclose everything in the workplace? Maybe not. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that that's the thing. It's that so many times I see people in early recovery, they're so on fire and excited that they have gotten this new thing in their life. And that it has so changed their life and they want they want to share it with other people. And I think that that's an amazing thing. And I would find that I, I would say an overwhelming amount of people that you do share it to that, that you're in recovery are supportive. I, I would say overwhelmingly. Right. And honestly, I think if you stay sober uh, for any given period of time 
and especially like us, we've been sober for a long period of time. It's actually in, in a way kind of a badge of honor. People actually respect that. Right. But I think you do need to pick and choose. You, you have to know, you have to know what's appropriate and just blurting it out there in an inappropriate time, making people feel uncomfortable is not going to be beneficial for you. And sometimes a simple, I remember with a hostess offering me, a, just a simple no thank you is fine. Yes. You don't have to say anything more. They're just trying to be polite. I, I so. always found the golden rule in telling other people that you are in recovery is that people are thinking about themselves 24-7. They're not thinking about you 24-7, right? So we're, we're very hung up. It's like, you know, five days later, we're like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't have said anything. Maybe they have a problem and they feel uncomfortable now around me. I found that that's not the case. People are thinking about themselves 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They're not thinking about me or you or the person that you told them. Well, this has been great. We're going to keep the conversation going on recoveredlife.us. If you're not a member, you can, you know, you can become a member for free. And there are some amazing conversations that are going on there. And you could also see uh, George Snyder there. You could reach out to him and private message him there on recoveredlife.us. This has been an amazing episode. And I think chock full of some really great advice for people that are early on in sobriety. Check us out. Thank you, Excellent. Damon. Thank you, George. Keep the conversation going. Join Recovered Life, a community of like-minded people who are looking to live their best recovered lives. Membership is free, and you can apply at recoveredlife.us.